Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Today, I am so excited to talk to my friend, Devin Cadero, who balances being a mom to two crazy babies along with dual careers, all while making fit work. Thanks so much for being here, Devin. Okay, so Devin, hello. Hello. I am super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your super busy week. I know you've got a lot going on, so I really appreciate this. Let's start off by rewinding and going back to when you officially kind of started integrating health and fitness into your lifestyle. Like, were you always an athlete growing up? Tell me a little bit about your background. So I don't think, I don't know if I was an athlete. I definitely (laughs) did sports. My parents are really good with always like trying new things. And so as kids, we were doing different sports and I did do soccer and track all throughout high school. It was incorporated into my childhood. I, I think, think I knew that about you, little track star. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped doing soccer from high school. Okay. And then in college, I didn't do any sports. Okay. But I've always kind of tried to like, I wasn't consistent in college. I would go to the gym sometimes lazy, like kind of roll in when I could. I always enjoyed being active, like doing things yep. and skiing and swimming and stuff like that. But I think like I took some time off. From yeah. Being consistent when from I was like in team sports. Yes. Okay. So fast forward, you graduate college. When do you feel like at what point in your life where you're like, all right, I need to start making this a regular part of my lifestyle? Or like, did you have like an aha moment of I want to get back into fitness? Yes, I did. I think it was really after college. I think maybe like right before 30 or like 30s, which seems kind of late. So it's not hasn't been that long where I was like, wow, I need to get serious about this. I think my aha moment was I just started doing like fun, short road races. Okay. And I think it was like, oh, I like this. I feel like I'm a very much just a type of person that there's like an end goal. Like, oh, it's like competitive. It's a 5K. I want to see if I can do it in this time. So I started doing just road races and started running a lot of like short distance. And that's when I was like, oh, this is fun. I like this. So I started doing that more consistently. I'm sure like that inner track athlete started to come back out, right? Like, oh, I used to do this. It was like, wow, I actually like to do it. I feel like for me, it was kind of like an outlet. When I was stressed or having a bad week, I'm like, if I go for a run, I'll feel good. So that's what kind of like changed things a little bit for me. Yeah. Okay. So that was like in your 30s. Mm -hmm. And then you had children, right? Yes. I think I'm maybe even messing up the timeline a little bit. How old are you, Devin? 38. 38. Okay. So your littles are how old? Six. And three. Okay. So at some point you start having kids. Did that start to change like running and? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I feel like, so I loved running. I did it so much that it actually wasn't good for me. So I started having a lot of knee problems and Uh, issues with like my knees and couldn't We talked about knee problems. I don't think I knew that's where it stemmed from. Yes. Like a runner's knee type. Right. Because I started doing like half marathons, which I love at the time. And then I'm like, wow, this isn't good for me. Like, how can this not, not be good for me? Like running is good for everyone. But I just think for my body type, right. It was actually doing more harm than good. So I think I was like, all right, I need to find something else that I like. 
So I started just trying different fitness classes. So I like joined a gym and I'm like, I like like high intensity kind of workouts. So I started just trying like boot camp workouts and then yeah. fell in love with like a boot camp program at a local gym. Awesome. I'm a huge group fitness junkie, yes. or at least that's where I started too. I think group fitness is a great way for people to explore yeah. different types of classes and find things that work for them. I truly feel like fitness is for everyone. And I know for me, I wasn't an athlete growing up. So I got into group fitness at like 15 when my mom first joined. Were you, are you from this area? Devin? Yes, from Dartmouth. Do you remember Escape to Fitness? Yeah. Okay, so that was my first gym oh with my, my mom who was like, I will pay for you to join if you fill out the membership paperwork for me. And I was like, okay, okay. yeah. She just wanted to, you know, walk on the treadmill. And yeah. I never played sports, so I felt like group fitness was a way for me to connect yep. with like other people and just try lots of different things. So tell me some of the things that you tried. Like, What were your favorite, some of your favorite classes? Yeah, so I think that's like what you said. It was good because I, I don't know. I'm like a little bit shy at first, even though I have, I think most people wouldn't think that. I feel like for me, it takes a little bit. So when I saw some of these people doing these group classes, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this in front of people. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like kickboxing. Yeah. So I think I tried a Zumba class okay. as one of the first and I hated it. Yeah. Like hated it. Was like, oh my God, I, like I can't move like some of these people. I was like embarrassed seeing myself. I'm like, all right, that's not for me. Right. And then I don't know if you remember Helen Place Fitness Center in yes. Bedford. So yeah. that's where I was at the time. And there is an instructor, Jeff, and he actually has his own yoga business still. Oh, nice. But he was doing a boot camp. And I'm like, all right, I can do this because literally it was 5.30 in the morning, kick your butt for a half hour, high intensity. And I just, I fell in love with boot camp. So have you always been an early bird, like an yes. early workout person? Post-college. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's actually where I met my husband was at 5.30 in the morning, like at Helen Place Fitness. Oh my God. That's so, so it was like funny. a local gym. I'm like, who else is crazy enough to get up at five o'clock? Right. The gym? I Bye. know. And this is after you had kids. So this is right before I had kids. Okay. Right before you had kids, you're getting yeah. back in like to group fitness, kind of finding your thing post running. Yes. And you're getting up early. The good for you, because I don't think I started getting up at that time until I was forced to when I had kids. <laughs> then yeah. I was like, okay, there's no way I'm staying up late to work out. I like forced myself to become a morning person because my kids were just up anyway. So, well, I feel like I screwed myself a little because I worked out with my son, my first when I was pregnant. And my doctor always said like, continue what you're doing within your pregnancy yeah. and just modify. Like you feel like you can't do something. So he still gets up at five, five thirty every oh. single morning. But I think it's because I did when I was pregnant. So I think I woke him up. Yeah. Of. But yeah, I thought to myself, all right, next time, if we do have a second, I'm not going to be doing boot camp at 5.30. No. Because he's like my crazy early bird, like just spitfire person. Yeah. He's ready to get up and start lifting weights and jumping around and doing burpees yeah. at 5.30. Yes. Yes. That's funny. Okay. So fast forward, you meet your husband at a gym, which is amazing. I love that. Then you guys start to have kids. Yep. And did you feel like your fitness routine took an overhaul again and changed? Were you able to stay consistent? I want like a yeah. little exercise timeline for you. Yeah, no, it definitely changed a whole lot. Getting up to go to the gym at 530 because both my husband and I both used to do that. So it was kind of like now we're fighting to yeah. get up early. He's going like, to go. go to the gym. But so we didn't for a little while. I feel like at the first couple months, I didn't work out as much in group fitness, but I definitely still made it a point to get 
something like go for walks or stay active. Right. So I feel like my fitness changed from being, I can't miss these classes to like, I just need to make sure I'm working out and getting that in. Yeah. And moving myself. So it changed a little bit, actually a lot of it, I will say during that time. And yeah, I couldn't go to the gym anymore for an hour or an hour and a half. So I immediately was like, I need to still work out. I like the group atmosphere. I like being somewhere because I feel like if I'm home, I'm not as motivated or or motivated. So I was like, all right, what can I do? I need to get back into something, but what can I do that's local? That's like a quick workout that I can fit in. Were you like just missing it? Like what was making you feel like, okay, this walking, it's great, but it's not enough. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't like feeling strong. Like I was still working out. I kind of missed just feeling like strong. I don't know. It's so weird. I feel like for me, it's never about like a size or like a number on the scale. I know Mm -hmm. that sounds cliche. I just wasn't feeling like myself. Like for me, finding like something that I like, like I love doing bootcamp and group fitness and even yoga at the time. Like I was kind of missing that kind of like group setting interaction. Yeah. That energy. Yeah. That energy exactly. that you get from being around other people. Yes. So I totally get that. Okay. So then you needed something shorter, obviously, because you both can't be out of the house for an hour when you yeah. have a little. Bring me to that. So then you discovered shorter workouts, more intense workouts. Were yes. You- boutique. Yeah. That's when I started going yep. to boutique because it was literally- That's where we met. Yeah. Yep. It was five minutes from work. So I'm like, I can do this after work. Mm-hmm. They were half hour workouts. And I love that. Like you guys all stuck to that. Like right. You warmed up for five minutes. You like the workout start to finish half hour. Yep. So I knew I could do it in my lunch break. Right. I knew there was no way I couldn't fit that in the morning. And so you did do it on your lunch break. I did sometimes. Yep. I would come in during my lunch break. Yeah. Um, so doable very doable, but it was effective. Like I felt like this is working. Like I feel stronger. So I was like, this is what I need right now with the kids. And like, then I had my daughter. So it was like two kids, like just juggling like preschool and her being a baby. I'm like, I still need to do something, but I can't do an hour and then driving a half hour somewhere. It has to be like convenient and effective and quick. Yes. Convenience is huge. It's actually so in all my time in the fitness industry, so many stats actually say that convenience is the number one reason people pick a physical gym location. Yes. Like if there's something that's five minutes versus 20 minutes, it doesn't matter the price difference. They're always going to choose what's more convenient because we're yeah. all so busy. It's so true. Which is why I wanted to do this podcast. Like I want to talk to real people who are making this fit into their super busy life. Like how do you make it as convenient as possible? And it sounds like you started doing that. You're fitting it in in the middle of your day Mm -hmm. and finding something super close. So how many days a week do you commit to, all right, I'm getting workouts in, fitness, training routine, whatever it is. So I make no excuses. I have to do at least three days a week. So I try to do three or four days. Four days, kind of like the bonus day. Yes. Four and five. Like, you know, I think for me, it's like, I have to do three. No matter what the week looks like, I I have to get in three workouts besides like going for walks with the dog and the kids and all that. So there's no excuse three. And then I try to do between four and five if I can. Not every day. I can't do it every day. Yeah. So let's talk about that. You just said like, no matter what the week looks like, because you have two littles, two careers. Let's dive into that a little bit. You are in the corporate world and you're a real estate agent, which I'm sure pushes your schedule in like all different places. Yes. And you've got a six and a three-year-old. Yep. Yeah. So that's a busy week. What's like a day in the life? 
Oh my goodness. So the crazy part is with two small kids with two careers, my week is never the same, which is, I think for a while was an excuse where I kind of wasn't being consistent with working out. Mm -hmm. I was using it as like an excuse. Like this week is super busy. There's no way that I I just can't do it. it. I can't do it, but you can absolutely do it. But I will say what I make sure, I think everyone has at least no matter the week or for me anyways, like everyone can make 20 minutes for themselves at some point. Well, and we deserve to make and that we time, do. Right? Guilty or not, like you, we definitely do. So even my busiest weeks where I am a real estate agent and that's like my passion and I love, love, love doing that. So if I like just clients, I'm working with clients and doing listing appointments, I'll make sure that I get up at 5.30 and I get that workout in between 5.30 and 6.00. Or if I have a day or a week where it's like, I'm just swamped or I I feel like I can't even do that, I'll do it at lunch. So that will be my lunch break. I'll write during a meeting or I just make sure that I fit it in because it's important to me. I feel so much better. The weeks that I can't have that time, I'm miserable. So are you, because I really want people to get a handle on like best practices, right? Like what is something easy that they can implement at home and in their busy lives, are you like looking at your calendar like a week in advance and saying, these are the days? No. Are you going day by day? Because my weeks are so different. I would love to map out the month. Like Mm -hmm. we have a board at home where it's like, all right, what are like the appointments, kids activities, but I kind of do it now. I find it's better for me to break it down by the week and just look at the days that are lighter in regards to just like work and kids activities and just say, I know I'm going to try to get in you know, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Friday. And those are your three definite. Those are my three definite. Yeah. So I do try to plan ahead. If something comes up, someone's mm-hmm. sick, like, you know, my whole day ends up blowing up and I don't get it in that day. I'll say I have to get up tomorrow morning and just get it in. I like that. So I'll adjust as the week gets busy. And I feel like one of the most important things, if like, if this would help anyone else is like, don't put too much pressure on it. Like I like to do it. So I'm like, all right. I also like certain shows on certain days of the week. So I will do like right now for me, what works is at home, like workouts. I'll, yeah. I'll do like the 21 day challenge I'm doing right now, Nina. Going back to the old videos that yes, we did last because week. This yeah. month, I just, I, the last 30 days, I'm like, I just can't get anywhere. I have to do it at home that I right. know it's going to work. I'll right. do it while I'm putting on the show at eight, eight o'clock at night. So I can still watch my favorite show. And I'll put on the workout video. So I'm, st- I'm doing it at the same time. So I try to just like adjust and not like put too much pressure on it. If that yeah. So that's so funny that you say that. Cause I feel like that's a big conversation I'm having with clients right now is flexibility mm-hmm. and just being flexible with themselves, but also their workouts. Like, yes, I write a particular program for them in advance, but like, if your body's not feeling it, if your schedule's not feeling it, cut that workout in half yeah. or go for a walk instead. Yeah. And we need to get out of this mindset of putting on so much pressure of like, it needs to be intense or it needs to be, you know, an hour long, or it even needs to be 30 minutes. Yeah. Like sometimes you don't have 30 minutes physically or mentally, right? Right. No, it's true. And I think that's what's like, The biggest thing is just being like flexible and not putting so much pressure, but finding something that you like to do. Like I love high intensity. If I know in 30 minutes, I'm going to just sweat and feel so good. And I'm hitting like a good amount of like muscle groups. That for me is like fun. So I'll just like make sure that it's fun, that I enjoy like doing it too. I think that's like the thing. Like I, for a long time, I'm like, I hate Zumba. There's so many exercise groups that I was doing or like classes I would try. And I'm like, oh God, like 
I hate this. Right. I love kickboxing. It's like, you don't, everyone's right. different. I think it's finding you something to find your own fitness Yeah, that they like to do. It doesn't seem like it's a chore. I always joke that with Zumba, it's so super fun, right? But you have to know that you are never going to look like the instructor because yeah. she always looks amazing I and is like it. killing it. And then you feel like this awkward, have yeah. I ever danced before? Like, what is, is this how I look like when I'm dancing? <laughs> totally. But yeah, I think finding your fitness is so important. I mean, I remember loving all group fitness and yet trying a new step class and being like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing here. This is like a whole different world. So that was a different world for me too. Yeah. So I'm glad that that kind of brought you to get flexible with your time and find what you like. So it sounds like what I'm hearing is being flexible. Sometimes you're getting in 30-minute workouts. Sometimes you're getting in 15-minute workouts. Yep, exactly. Not putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And it sounds like you do your workouts at different times of day. Yes. So what I find is a big obstacle is that people will sometimes set up in their minds like, if I miss my 5.30, I I can't get it in. Yes. Like I work out at 5.30 or I work out in the morning and, you know, if they have a bad night's sleep or whatever, then it's like out the window. Yep. And to be honest, I was kind of like that for a long time Mm -hmm. up until I would say the pandemic when I had to get really comfortable with working out with the kids around all the time. Same. And that's when I was like, all right, you know what? Some workouts, I'm going to be killing it. And then some workouts, I'm going to be having to talk to my kids and be like, great job doing those jumping (laughs) jacks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We have started to do family workouts down here and which is great. And I love getting the kids involved like that. But what I've noticed is that as they're getting older and they're actually doing it and as it's interrupting a little bit of my me time, right? I've had to talk to them about like gym etiquette. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to do like a heavy deadlift or something. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Mom, <laughs> look at me. Or yeah. like counting out loud. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to look at you when I'm trying to do this like yes. heavy thing over here. I know. It's so funny. This age, like, I think your kids are a the same bit as older. Yes. So it's kind of like just about them, even if it's during your time. Of so course. I find the same thing. Sometimes the kids will come in and I'll be doing it and they'll start doing jumping jacks. And they're like, look at me, mommy, look at me. And I'm yeah. like, okay, but look, mommy's doing this too. You guys are welcome to join me. Right. But- And I think that's some of where the flexibility comes into, like knowing that sometimes you're going to be able to have some quiet time and focus on you during your workouts. And then you kind of have to just like be okay with it and kind of get over it when you don't have that time, but you're still getting it in. You're still getting something in, which is better than nothing. Than nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I tell myself. Like the weeks I'm like, oh, I only got three short workouts. I'm like, that's okay. I went for a walk and you know, we're active as a family anyways. So you just kind of like move on and you're just like, next week, I'll try to get more in. And if I can't, as long as I'm consistent, I feel like, and don't make excuses. Like I was, I I will say I was like the queen of like, I had kids, pandemic, like I can't go to the gym. There's no way. I don't have time to do it. Like, especially during the pandemic, I like fell off the radar. I feel like for a good month where I was just doing yoga, which is, I think great for like the mind and it is good for the body. But I made excuses. I'm like, I'm home with two careers and two kids and there's no way that I can do it. And I just found myself doing that. So making excuses. I think we all do that at some point in time. At that point, when did you have a little bit of an aha moment where you were like, 
okay, I'm truly just making excuses and I need to, like, did you have a moment where yes. you were like, yeah, like my clothes just weren't fitting the same. You know, I think I'm like a petite person, but I have the same problems as like everyone else. Right. Like, I just felt like I was soft. Like I was like, oh, like I just didn't feel comfortable in what I was wearing. I didn't feel good. I was yeah. like, all right, instead of making excuses, I know I don't feel good. So I have to make time for this. So it was like a clothes thing. I just, clothes wasn't fitting right. I just wasn't feeling good. I was feeling yeah. like, I don't know. I don't want to say frumpy, but I was just like not feeling myself. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, <laughs> frumpy. we're all going through that a little bit during yeah. the beginning of the pandemic. It's funny that you say that with the excuses. My first, whatever you call it, self-development book that I listened to was from Brian Tracy. It's called, I don't want to misquote it, but it's like no excuses. And I forget the tag under that. But one of the things that I remember him saying in the book that really stuck with me and it like comes back to me every once in a while is a way to determine whether you are truly just making excuses or actually have a valid reason is to ask yourself, is there somebody else out there in the world, anywhere in the world who is doing the thing that I want to do, who is accomplishing the thing that I want to accomplish and is in my very same situation. So for example, is there another woman out there somewhere who's maybe juggling a couple of jobs and careers, has a couple of kids and is still crushing her workouts? If the answer is yes, which most likely it is, (laughs) then it's an excuse. Right. And if the answer is Mm -hmm. no, then it's a valid reason. And I was like, like when he said that, right? I was like, oh man, yeah. Like that's so true when you put it in that perspective. I know I can relate to that. I feel like there's certain people, certain things that you read, just the observations you make, right? Mm -hmm. Like someone will say something or you read something like in a really good book and it's like, it will stick with you and it like hits home. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I just, I knew, I was like, I know that I can make time. It's going to be hard. So I just need to just do it. I had. I have this boss that that used to work at Meditech. And when I joined his group, and he's always been one to like juggle multiple like things. So he's also a real estate agent and was executive at, at our company as well. So really busy. So yeah, so really busy. I feel like when he said it, it related because I was like, you, you know, how do you make time for everything? And he's like, you're never going to have enough time in the day to do everything. You just, you don't. And some days you will, but generally you don't. He's like, but you do have enough time. Or you do make time for the things that are most important to you. And it's so weird because it sounds cliche. And I remember him saying it and maybe he got it from some book or or what have you. But I remember him saying that and it's always stuck with me because it's true. Like you can't do it all. Like, you know, you can't have two careers and two young kids and still be present in everything. Right. Right. So you have to just make time for the things that are important. And absolutely be flexible with certain weeks and days and pivot when you need to. I love that. I think that really rings true. So let's, if you have time, let's dive in a little bit to, because I know when you did the lift and hit program in the beginning of January, we had this conversation, right? You were like, I was feeling soft and I started getting back to the strength training. But now when it comes to the nutrition aspect, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to dive into that, but I know that people struggle with that a little bit, right? You have two little kids, you know, I don't know if your kids are picky eaters, but I know that's a big thing that moms struggle with. Like, how do you make healthy choices and make sure that you're making the best choices for yourself and your fitness goals that aren't 
completely centered around, you know, making chicken nuggets and mac and cheese all the time for those who do have picky kids, right? Like, I know that's a struggle. And I don't know, are your kids picky? Yes. So my kids are like the, especially my son, he had a lot of food allergies when he was little. So I feel like with him, it was always a challenge for meals and food choices, but they are picky. And so nutrition for me, it's so funny because I feel like, again, I feel like it's just being consistent. Mm-hmm. I am like a huge foodie Portuguese, didn't grow up like with the healthiest like dinner options. Yeah, it was I mean, like, was there ever a vegetable yeah, like yeah. a Portuguese right. table? Steak and potatoes and yeah. so, rice. Yeah. So for me, it was funny. In my 30s, probably around the same time I started running more just really quickly. I remember like going in for like a normal physical blood test and then being like, oh my God, your cholesterol is so high. And I think for me, that's when, and it was kind of like, really? Like, I don't eat bad, but like, I do work out kind of here and there running. And it was just one of those things that like, I learned a little bit more about my family history. Like I have like heart problems and high cholesterol and diabetes on like both sides of my family. So I think it's when I became like more aware, like I can't just, some people can eat whatever they want and it doesn't affect it. But like, for me, I can't because she said, you know, you're fine now and you're working out, just make it consistent. And just, you know, make healthier choices so that you don't end up on medication. Right. So I knew like during my thirties, all right, I need to like shift slightly. So for me, I eat what I want, but I make healthier choices most of the time. Most of the time. Which I think is important. Does that, I know it sounds bad. Like, I don't know if it's like contradicting myself because if I want pizza, I'll have pizza. I think that's all about making it work, right? Like finding the balance between enjoying time with your family and your friends and feeling good and also long-term health, fitness. I want to feel good in my body. I want to stay away from getting on medication and things of that nature. That sounds like a happy medium. And I think we all strive, right? I think that's what people strive for is being able to kind of eat what they want whenever they want. But also the goal is to make healthy choices right. more often than not, right? Most of the time. Yes. yes. And that's what I learned. Like I can't do, and I, I definitely tried this like in college, like the whole like fab diets and like mm-hmm. the soup diet and some of that oh, to like- soup diet, never heard of that <laughs> You haven't? <laughs> no. Oh my God. so. It's like immediately five to 10 pounds, just like right. jump start you feeling good. But at the end of the day, like-, like it's wants not, to eat soup every day yeah, all day. You can't, yeah. you can't like- keep like that's not sustainable it's not it's a quick little fix so like some drink diets and it's just I want to eat my food Mm -hmm. that's just me I love like food I just love food so again like I just found things I do have to meal prep a little bit if I want to eat better that week the weeks that I don't really busy week all the time chicken nuggets like from the kids leftovers and my kids are picky they don't eat everything that we make healthy so I'll just food prep as much as I can when I can. So mm-hmm. I have like better choices available instead of just eating like Cheez-Its or goldfish snacks. Right. And I just try to be consistent. So I try to make healthier foods the majority of the time. So when you say you food prep, I know you said that your week is like, it's never the same, right? Mm-hmm. So again, are you kind of looking at your week ahead and going, oh, I'm going to be super crazy these days. So I'll make a few meals or are you legit like spending your Sunday in the kitchen, prepping your meals for the entire week. So I will spend one hour on Sunday. Okay. And it's totally doable. Yeah. And I will food prep for a few days. So what I'll do is I'll just cut up vegetables or I'll just do like a big pot of soup. And again, every week's different. I think it's just like, oh, what do we feel like this week? I don't spend my whole Sunday because I did used to do that for the week. And then I just found like, it's just 
but I don't have a whole Sunday to do that with kids and real estate. And, and just, it's just crazy. So I'll try to do an hour a week or one or two hours a week, and I'll do it for a few days. So I know at least three out of the five days of the heavy dual career work week, we get in like three good meals. So I'll do like marinating steaks and chicken. And I don't know what I'm going to do with that, right? but it's marinated. So like we can throw it on the grill. And so I'll I'll not go crazy with every meal. Every day is meal prepped. I'm not Mm -hmm. one of those. So I don't know if that's like contradictory or like not something people would follow, but I just do it. Like, again, I'm, if I had three to four meals prepped for the week, I'm in a better place than if I have none. Right. No, I think this is why I love having these conversations because I think when people, for example, want to use meal prepping as a tool, right? Like if someone's new to it, they're going to go online, they're going to Google it, they're going to put it in Instagram, and then they find all these like elaborate things and it's overwhelming. It is. And it starts to feel like, oh my God, this is so much work. Again, if I'm super busy with work and kids or whatever, Mm -hmm. like how am I going to add in doing all of that? And I think that's where we need to like break that in the fitness and health industry and like remind people that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to meal prep the entire week or not meal prep at all. You can kind of find that happy medium. I mean, I work at home now and I still meal prep a little bit, but I don't do it like when I was doing fitness competitions, I would literally every meal, every single meal. I can't do that. And you know what? so done with it. I can't even like think about doing that. The idea of eating the same meal all week long is like gross to me now. And you don't like, you don't know what you're going to feel like. Right. Right. But I will do things pretty basic. And sometimes I'll do them kind of like you're saying, I don't set up an exact time, but like I might meal prep while I'm making the kids breakfast on Sunday. Right. So like I hard boil eggs. I throw veggies in the air fryer. Yep. I'll do things like that just to have, right? Like, I don't know what I'm going to have those yeah, veggies with. Go with, right? but having, like, prepping that is helpful. Yeah, totally. I love that idea of just being flexible. And I love to cook, Nina. Like, if I... Oh, really good. Yeah, good for you. I would love to just, like, if that's what I did all day, I'd be happy. Like, I love to cook. So it's, like, for me, I don't have as much time, unfortunately. So, right. but if I do prep, I'm like, okay, I can be creative with what I do with this chicken. Or, like, you know, right. you just kind of, like, go with it. Right. And yeah, I think we just need a place too to like share easy recipes. Yes, like I need stuff. three or four ingredients. I can't do the like 10 ingredient recipes. No. So I need like quick, easy. I still, I actually meant to text you the other day because we bought steaks to grill. We were kind of at the grocery store. My husband and I like a little date to the grocery store, right? Like, <laughs> oh, we have time. We're not with our kids. Let's go to the grocery store. And uh, I was like, oh, we'll do like veggie kebabs, right? And so we were kind of like, oh, do we buy the veggies now? And I was like, no, we'll stop at the little market that has it pre-prepped. What was the name of that market? Um, so it's the Village Market in Westport. The Village Market in Westport. Okay. It's right before Whites of Westport. It's like on the left. So it's the opposite side. It's just like small little Portuguese. I actually have been there before now that you're describing it. I didn't realize that was the name of it, but yeah. And you go there and they don't always have like the steak kebabs or like they have different things Mm -hmm. marinated. So that's what it'll do like the days I don't have something on the way home from work. You'll just stop in there and grab it and throw it on the grill. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Protein, veggies, whatever else you want to add to it when you get home. Exactly. Yeah. I wish I could like plan out the whole week with food and it's just, it's too hard. So yeah, consistent and easy. And again, like 
fit it into like your kids. And so like veggies, I don't know if your kids like my, my kids are really picky with veggies. They'll eat it if it's in a soup. So even in the summer, no one really wants a hot soup, but I'll make a big pot of soup because I know my kids will eat it Mm -hmm. and I'll have it for lunch here and there. Not like the whole week, but right. Yeah. So I just, I find things that like fit in. I'm like, I don't know if you're like this now, but I just, it's so bad to say I'm like constantly just fitting things into like my life. Where does this make sense? How can I fit this in? You know, including food. I think that's the way to make it work. Yeah. Is to fit it in, but make it a priority to fit it in. Right. So you're not just saying like, I'm going to wait until I find the time or I need to find the time. Like, you know, this needs to happen. I don't know where I'm going to fit it in, but I'm going to be really flexible about how to get it in. And I feel like that's the biggest takeaway I'm getting from this is like, you know, it needs to get done. You're going to prioritize doing it at least a few times a week Mm -hmm. and you're going to be flexible on how you get there. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. I think that's great advice for anyone. (laughs) Like, I don't know if this is good advice at all or, you know, but it's just trying to be consistent. Right. Even with food choices. In a flexible way. In a flexible way. And not beating yourself up about it. Yep. So... Tonight, maybe it's chicken nuggets because that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> and salad. I don't know. You know, right. the kids won't eat the salad, but we'll eat the salad. Right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. We've done that too. We've literally been down to the wire on like, we need some serious groceries. <laughs> yes. Chicken nuggets for everybody today. Yeah. And maybe if we have any veggies left, like yeah. my husband and I are eating raw vegetables with chicken nuggets and the kids are eating, you know, mac and cheese with yep. chicken nuggets or something like that. Exactly. So, and I do love chicken nuggets too so the I days i'm like i'm like oh well like you know yeah. but i'll try to do like a little salad or my kids love cucumbers so i'm always like all right side of cucumbers like we're getting in a vegetable somehow into right. this meal but i'm not also i don't know if you are nina but i'm not one where like we have to get a vegetable in every meal we try our best so for breakfast if it's like eggs and bacon we do egg whites and bacon but i'll do like a slice of avocado for the kids right but for lunch oh, it may be kids. just like soup or chicken nugget. I'll try to like slip in cucumbers or something, but it doesn't happen every single meal. Yeah. My kids, majority, my oldest is really picky. So I try to do a piece of fruit or vegetable for them. It's good. Yeah. For him, he's like carrots and celery and he actually does like raw peppers, which is so strange because I don't even like raw peppers. I love raw peppers. But it's interesting to see what he will and won't take. So I just kind of roll with that. And a lot of times What I do is when I am cutting up raw peppers for him, I will just cut up the rest for me and then throw it in the air fryer. So I use that as an opportunity to be like, well, I'm already here doing this. I might as well spend an extra five minutes doing it and just prep it rather than waiting to do it. Because I, on the other hand, don't like to cook. So the idea (laughs) of of like, is probably stressful. It stresses me out. And the idea of like, I'm going to cook this and I'm going to be the only one who eats it maybe, right? Like that kind of, I don't like it. So if I can do it in the middle of doing other things for them, or like the other day when we did go grocery shopping, as I was putting away the groceries, I actually, instead of cutting up peppers, I bought like the fajita mix. You know, the stuff that's already yeah. pre-cut. Like, the, it was literally peppers and onions. I bought mushrooms that were already sliced. This is how lazy I am when I it comes to cooking. I do the thing, though, when I'm crunch. And nothing wrong with while that. I was putting away the groceries, I threw it in the air fryer with a little bit of olive oil, 
some garlic and salt, and it was done by the time I was done putting away the groceries. That's awesome. So that was kind of part of how I meal prepped for the week, right? And then I just split that up into different containers. Now I don't know which protein I'm going to add until... But you have a side. Exactly. Yeah. Which for me is the hardest part, right? Because I can easily add hard-boiled egg or a can of tuna or some avocado, you know, with some avocado and things like that as it comes along. Chicken nuggets if I really need to. Yeah. But that was set aside. So it was a really easy way of just kind of fitting in some food prepping without feeling like food prepping. This is the time that I need to do it. And I need to dedicate the next three hours to To, do it. Yeah, no, I can't. I found what's helpful too is I think like my husband hates to cook. And is not good with like thinking of like, what are we going to have? So I would not get frustrated, but I'm like, I'm so busy this week. We need to eat and we need to eat decent. We can't (laughs) eat chicken nuggets every night. So what I've learned too, is that like, he's like, well, just let me know what day and I'll handle it. And he hates to cook, but he'll pick up salads. Right. And the kids will have chicken nuggets or he'll pick up like a local Ricardi's and we'll have like the antipasto salad. And the kids love the chicken broccoli ziti. Like as long as he knows, like, he's like, I can help just give me the day and I'll pick something up. And that's helpful too. Like I found like, I know that we do a lot as moms and I feel like sometimes with women, like I feel like there's like this whole, like you should do the grocery shopping and you should be doing the cooking and planning for the week. But we're so much a team that even with like me loving to cook, I have to like the weeks that I can't be like, all right, I'm going to need your help. And I know you hate it. So don't do it, but pick up. Absolutely. I think Being okay with asking for help and relying on support is important, right? Like there's no reason to pretend that we can do it all. I mean, we could for a little while, but But, then we would just go crazy. I agree. So I think it's important to ask for help. My husband does like to cook, thankfully. But that's good. You only need one person. Well, and to be honest, being home with the pandemic, us being home all the time, he's like over it. Like he doesn't <laughs> want to cook <laughs> anymore, yeah, right? So we are having some of those same conversations where we've split it up. We're like, okay, how about on these days where I'm back to back with client calls, you take care of and make the choice. So this wasn't like a little debate with us. I don't know if you and your husband have this, but every day it was like, what do you want for dinner? Yes. What? I don't know. You make the decision. I don't want to make the decision. What do you want? What do you feel like having? (gasps) Like, and it was almost like adding more stress. I, I felt personally. So he had actually traveled and he was away. And I was like, you know what? I actually feel like less stress about like the dinner options because I'm just making the decision. He's not here for me to be yeah. like, what do you want? Yeah. What do you feel like yeah. heaven? So when he came back, like I talked to him about that and I was like, I think we should do this. On the days that I'm really busy with work, like have back-to-back people and coaching calls and things like that, you are responsible for just deciding what we're going to have for yeah, dinner. Yeah, don't ask. And I will roll with the punches. If yeah. you decide that you want to order, you know, a calzone and split it with the kids and I don't want that, then fine. I will do my own thing for dinner and vice versa. On the days that I'm responsible for it, then I'm going to make the decision. And if you're not feeling it, then you're on your own. You can make yourself a sandwich. You can throw together a salad. And that like really took a load off of both of our shoulders because it wasn't this like, what do you want? What do you feel like heaven? What are we going to make that everybody will be happy with? It was like, all right, the decision's on you today. Yep. If I'm feeling it, we're going to roll with it. If not, I'll make something myself, right? Yep. Yeah. And I think we get to that in the pandemic too, where I was like, I feel like I was cooking everything, three or four meals a day. I was Mm -hmm. like, I can't do this. 
So when Mike's like, well, I can do it. And he, he's just not a good cook. <laughs> so I feel so bad because I'm like, I don't want to like not say anything, but like this is the kids are like, this is awful. And I'm like, oh my God, this is bad. So this, like, you have to like, again, be flexible. And it was like, I appreciate it. But the kids, like, they were just used to a certain way or a certain thing. So it was kind of like, don't try to cook if you hate it, you know, like right. just get something. Right. And then I won't complain. So it's like, whatever you do, same. I won't comment or complain. And if the kids do their kids, I mean, that's, right. that's something it is different. What it is. But then I'll just grab a salad. Yeah. Or- my kids tell me all the time that my mom cooks better fish than me. <laughs> this is not the way my mom makes it. And I'm you're like, like well, I use the same recipe. Yeah. yeah. That's but my kids. They like want it the way that mommy does it all the time. And I'm like, well, mommy can't do it every day. So. And I think that's also, I mean, that's probably a conversation for another day, but that's also a conversation to have, right? Like support systems yeah. and also lowering the expectations a little bit of what Absolutely. mommy can handle all the time. And I think kids appreciate that. But I know I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much, Devin, you for doing this with this me. This is fun. And this was easy because I feel like it's a normal conversation. It's a normal part of, you know, who I am in my day. So this was awesome. Yeah, Thank you it, for asking me. Yeah, no problem. I hope that we can do this again. Yes, I would um, too. Maybe we do like our recap or just like catch up and see how things change because things do change yes, with schedules awesome. and kids and they're going to be going back to school oh. soon. So that throws yes. in a different wrench and throws off schedules. So yeah, maybe we we'll do like a back to school segment once we're halfway through the school year. That would be fun. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nina. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fit with underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fit with underscore Nina, or you can join my private community on Facebook called making fit work and drop topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.